And when you get the chance, you are the dancing queen, young and sweet, only 17. That's it? Short change the whole audience on fucking dancing queen? Dancing queen, feel the beat from the tambourine, ooh yeah. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> you can dance. You can drive, having the time of your life. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do more. Yeah. Uh, hello, everybody, everybody, and welcome to the TPS Sports Podcast. And we back. And we back. And we back. First time in podcast history, term covering a cover. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing we listened to before we went to sleep last night. Thank you, catatonic youths. <laughs> We, we initially began lampooning these fellows until we found out what a killer living they make off this shit. Yeah, and then we ended up on Google doing the Spotify streams <laughs> to U.S. dollar calculator for these, these motherfuckers. Guys are, these guys are millionaires. <laughs> yeah, you want to get rich or not, start doing what you just did on Dancing the fucking album. queen! He has the perfect emo voice. It's hilarious. <laughs> the man's perfect. <laughs> the man is a genius. The man's a genius. Yeah, yeah, he's Friday night and the lights are... It just blows my mind that this music exists and to some people it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> to some people it's cool. Like... To 23 million uh, monthly people. to most people it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Dude, I love when he says, and when you get the chance though, it's so hilariously, <laughs> like deliciously emo and gay. He loves the cock. Just wait for it. He's going to do it right now. It's right here. It's the best part. <laughs> he loves this so much. He's like, I am crushing the world with my Dancing Queen cover. <laughs> 17! Oh, boy. So we're in a hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Show in Atlanta last night, a lot of fun, Park Tavern, good times. Went off without a hitch. Everything before we got to Park Tavern, full went, of hitch. Went off with hitches. <laughs> went off with hitch. We watched uh, <laughs> that movie with Will Smith. Yeah, it went off. Hitch. Uh, so, to get to Atlanta, we had a, a painfully early flight in, and then today we have like a fucking way too late flight home, so not the most ideal schedule, but it's what we got our hands on, and uh, you know... We do a lot of shows. We do a lot of traveling. It's not unheard of that you got to take a fucking... Our, our flight home from Colorado, is it? We're at the <laughs> airport at three in the morning. So that's what happened the other day. We're on our way to the airport by like 3, 3.30 in the morning for a really early flight. And uh, so yeah, low sleep. We call the hotel that we booked in advance because uh, you know we're, we're platinum members. We're like, so they usually hook us platinum up. Platinum like, elite. Platinum elite right. members at the Holiday Inn. So we're like, yeah, we're going to get into town at like 9 a.m. Check-ins not till 3. What are the chances we can get into a room a little earlier? And then they sell it like there's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. We were at the top of the queue 
my friend. Yeah, so we get there. I mean, <laughs> terms gassy. We don't have whoopee cushions, so I got to go all natural this week. There's so much story here. It ends with us getting thrown out of a hotel yesterday afternoon. Unfortunately, but <laughs> it starts. It wasn't rock and roll. Oh my god, that fart stinks. Dude, stank. that sucks. What did you just do? <laughs> what did you just oh do? Oh my god. No. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we didn't get to like right. fucking Ew. smash the TV and fucking throw guitars out the window. If I knew I was going to get us tossed from a hotel, I would have lost my mind. I didn't do fucking anything right. worthy of getting us kicked out but that's what happened so yeah in hindsight i would have put I my I foot through the refrigerator or something that place to the ground uh so yeah back to the beginning of the story we're waiting for our uh 5 30 flight at o'hare and we're uh talking about because it asks you when you sign up or when you get your boarding pass it's like hey do you want a, a voucher for some like gift cash to not take this flight we'll put you on a different flight and right. give you some money and we're like no we got to be in atlanta so we skipped the voucher like and then while we're sitting waiting for the flight, we're talking about that. And then it comes up that there's some story where, I guess, Delta, which was what we were flying. I mean, it's not one story. It's happened It's happened a bunch, quite I guess. Often. $10,000, though. Usually that's, that's what they gave them. Usually it's when people are already on the plane and they're like trying to coax you, you to get I'm out of your seat. in the plane. Right. <laughs> uh, you're giving me $10,000. That's usually to coax people who are already sitting down, already have their shit in the overhead. Like, hey, come on, come on, back out. Yeah, but either way, ten thousand. We were like, yeah, we will skip the show to get ten thousand dollars. Punch the pilot in the mouth for ten thousand. I'll I punch mean, the pilot in the dick for five. You'll probably owe him a lot more than ten. I'll 000. suck you his dick for two. <laughs> I got him ten. Uh, so yeah, we're just talking about how like okay, ten thousand dollars is a crazy offer if that's what airlines were offering. I'll do it. And then terms on his phone, and then they do a, the announcement while it's like boarding is starting. We're about to get on the flight. In the flight. Yeah. And uh, the lady's like, hey, we need three people to. You know, take a voucher. We'll give you five hundred dollars in Visa gift cash. Chiching. In my I'm like, head, hey, we're I was two like, people. It's fucking Jew over here. I was like, in my head, I was like, that's five percent of what we were just talking so about. What? Yeah, ten thousand is a cool number. Five hundred. Better half of my rent. To me, I was like, so I told Term because he didn't even hear. I was like, see, they're only offering five hundred, and he was like, five hundred, and he runs <laughs> to the fucking desk to go get us on another flight. Like, so I'm in my head. I'm like, uh, done it. There is no time to discuss this. It Could've seems like it. a impulsive move. But in my head, I'm like, let's stay on the early flight because if we can then, dude, here's the alternative. We stay at O'Hare for another seven hours. Would have been better. It, in hindsight, Could have sure. got breakfast. But what they told us, I was like, dude, let's, if we can just get to Atlanta, we're going to get an early check-in. Could have with a Carrot fucking, Top. If, if I have to pick where I'm going to get my potential nap, I'd rather it not be on the floor of O'Hare Airport surrounded by 50 people. I'd rather get to the early checkout and we get a bed and we get to snooze a little bit before the show and get ready. Hindsight is 2020, my friend. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, now we get on the plane, in the plane, and someone has a fucking seizure. So now oh, there's a yeah. medical emergency. First thing I'm like, so I think after terms calling me from the desk, like, should we do it? Should we take it? We'll take a later flight, you know, and we'll have, we'll stay at the airport we'll all still make fucking it on morning. Time. We'll get there like when we're supposed to check in. It'll be beautiful. Right, but like I want a bed. I was like, for five hundred dollars, I'd rather trade that to me to get the rest and a rehearsal. And we didn't rehearse for this show. We had a really long set and we just rehearse. didn't rehearse at all. So we were like, in my head, I'm like, let's just. The cost of $500 is not worth it to me to lose the sleep in the rehearsal. Let's get there. Let's get a nap. Because we didn't get any fucking sleep. Listen to this bougie Yeah, listen man. to this guy who wants to put on a good show. Listen not to a this fucking bougie motherfucker. Look, listen to this Jew. <laughs> Needs $500 so bad he'll sleep on O'Hare's floor for seven hours. Absolutely. I also could never, Easy. ever fall asleep on Easy the floor peasy. of O'Hare Airport. Term would get eight hours somehow. I just wouldn't sleep. Well, I, didn't, that I don't know why you're convinced I'm going to be fucking getting REM sleep under somebody's chair. 
I'll go get breakfast for 500 bucks. I'm convinced that I'll our show would have sucked dicks if we got zero sleep. And then have $100 to spend. Yeah, $500 is a whack offer. When we were just, so I told Term, like I was like, I was saying, see, they only offered 500, not 10,000. Fuck that. And he heard, oh, 500, that's awesome. Let's get that. So we were in a disagreement at the time of what to do. And I'm like, let's just stick to the plan. And what if the, there was also a thunderstorm coming in in Chicago? It's I was like, I'm worried reason. about the weather. Like, our flight at 5.30 could have been delayed, and if we waited seven hours, it might have been delayed at noon, and then now we don't get to Atlanta for the show. I just wanted to make sure we were at the show. That's all. Like, for me, 500 bucks was like, whatever. Especially after that convo about how they were giving out 10,000 to other people. It's like, this doesn't seem worth it. But anyways, we disagree on that briefly. So yeah, there's this like, now the guy's having a seizure. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, the whole first hour, there was like a fucking, a silent, I told you so for both of us, like... If the flight left on time and we got an early check-in, then I would be like, yeah, that was the right move. And then, of course, in hindsight, term might have been right. We could have just fucking got something out of this shit deal of the day. I am the smartest man alive! At no point. Wrong. Anymore. <laughs> Don't know where that is. I am the smartest <laughs> man alive! That's uh, me. But yeah, it wasn't really doing it for me. I just wanted to get into the bed. So, uh, yeah, guy has a seizure. And now in my head, I'm like, fuck, all right, there it is. Like, term's right, but... And then you're hearing, you're seeing lightning. Like the guy's saying that, like we're out, we can't even leave the gate because there's a lightning storm. And I'm just like, motherfucker, we're gonna be sitting here taxiing O'Hare for the seven hours we could have stayed in O'Hare, you know, and taking a later flight. So, uh, but no, we get in the sky. Thirty minutes later, and it was a fine flight. We get to fucking Atlanta, and we're at the hotel by like about nine thirty in the morning. So we're like. You know, hey, we called yesterday. We're platinum elite members. I platinum know if elite. Elite. Uh, so then this lady, they just sell it. And every time you check in like that, they see your account and they go, oh, we noticed you're platinum elite members. Thank you very much for your loyalty. Please let us know if there's anything. Like they really lip service you. I don't you need like your scripted could. ball washing. Just check me in, please. It's like, you know, when someone says like, hey, let me know if there's anything I could ever do for you. And they go, actually, yeah. And you're like, oh, I didn't mean it. Like I was just being nice. That's how the fucking staff was where it's like, oh, let us know, please. I was like, okay, I'd yes. I prefer you to tell me to go fuck myself as long as you're going to give me a room. Give us a room as early as you can. And, and it's like. There's been times when we show up at a, at a hotel at 1.30 and check-ins at 3, and they'll hook it up. They'll get us in by 2 just on no notice. And, oh, I see you're a platinum member. Yeah, we'll get you a room. They're finishing up right now. So we figure check out at a, a hotel is normally 11. So we'll wait maybe, I don't know, two hours, three hours. It's by noon, be a they'll, room. They'll, they'll turn a room it's over. it got to be a room. Here's a big hotel. It's got to be a room. Yeah. We're staying at the- you got to uh, have a room here. The one like right by the airport, uh, the Holiday Inn by Atlanta Right, airport. which I assumed- was going to be full of, you know, business folks and pilots who are like all right next to the airport. Instead, it's full of like crackheads and people getting shit stolen out of their cars. Well, that's the first thing we heard when we walked in. Like we're standing behind a guy to First thing we see is police. And some guy was saying how like, I need to cancel my room for him. I am not staying here. I, I feared her. He kept saying, I feared for my life. Right. I walked in my room and there was, it looked like a crime a scene. A he sounded French. I feared for my life. And yeah, me and Term like, pussy, fear for your life at the <laughs> hotel. Uh, so then, so we're sitting in the lobby, but oh, so we talked to the lady. Oh, the Platinum Elite members, let me see what I can do. Uh, we'll put you in a queue waiting for early check-in. And I was like, you know, we are, I reminded her, we're Platinum Rewards members. Uh, can we jump the line? And she's like, oh, yeah, you, you guys are number one. You'll be first in line. So queue. I'm like, oh, dude, she's selling it. Like, people check out at 11. I feel good now. By 12, 1230. It's 10 a.m. We'll on top of the queue. Yeah. So no, we sat there in the fucking lobby, like, uh, you know. Again, not sleeping, just laying there and eavesdropping on everything happening around us at the hotel for about six fucking hours because we never got an early check. And in fact, we barely got to check in. 
Like by the time we did check in, it's three o'clock. We've been waiting there all morning. No one ever alerted us like, hey, they're working on the room. Like, uh, you know, just, we'll have one for you pretty soon. Not a peep. Nothing. So like we even checked in. It's one o'clock now. Like, hey, we've been here four hours. Is there a... Like, no, not it's yet. It's not like she what's needed going on? a reminder. Change too. the fucking bed sheets and let's go. What's going on? It's not like she needed a reminder. For five hours, we were right in front of her, yeah, we're sitting, sitting 10 on feet a couch. Away. <laughs> uh, but so between 9.30 when we showed up and, I don't know, noon, as people are checking out, like everybody checking out from the night before, is realizing their cars got their windows smashed out in the parking lot and broken into and shit stolen out of their car. It's almost so like it one comes time, with your stay. Yeah. It was <laughs> complimentary break-in. Easily over a dozen people. So the first guy was like, I feared for my life. I'm never staying here again. And we're like, pussy. And then these other people start waking up, just losing their minds. Like, uh, oh, and the next quote I heard from somebody was, uh, someone smashed my window, stole my gun. I was like, dude, where the fuck are we? Like, and I was saying, I'm it's from Chicago. Atlanta. Those are wild quotes for me to hear about <laughs> guns and fearing for your life at 9 a.m. Uh, but yeah, everybody's checking out. And then they're coming back in. Like, what the fuck? Our cars are destroyed out there. Someone went on a bashing spree. Bashing spree. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're just hearing, like, and, of course, now we're thinking, like, this hotel seems very, you know, shady. They don't give it. The, the staff wasn't helping them. The police showed up. I didn't hear up. the staff assist a single person with their, their car break-in Dude, issues. The police showed up and didn't have, they didn't file a single report. They just started giving out phone numbers for mechanics. Like, you could go see this right. guy around the corner and he'll fix your window. Oh, it's Sunday, by the way, so not today. So, like, they were being so unhelpful, and I'm like, dude, this place is, like, dangerous. Like, I guess that first guy wasn't a pussy. Everybody's experience is, like, they're not getting help. Their vehicles are destroyed, and it's like, thank God we didn't rent a car this time because we'd right. probably get our shit bashed out of it and have our fucking uh, equipment stolen. Anyways, so now we get to finally, like, yada, yada, yada. We check in. It's 3 o'clock, and we're supposed to be at Soundcheck by 4 o'clock. So we say, we're not going to Soundcheck. We're going to try to get a power nap in to get any sleep in us. Supposed and, to be. It's two mics. Yeah, it's like we'll be fine. Uh, we've learned the hard way that like we're fine. We you, you show up and a lot of times it's like, oh yeah, plug, plug, check, check, check. Like, we're I cool. Didn't, I didn't need guys. to get here five hours before the set. We need to be late. Um, so yeah, we did. We got there late. Got our power nap in. So now we're leaving the hotel at like five. I got maybe I don't know seventy five minutes of sleep. A little over an hour. That's what I got. And Beautiful. It, it, to me, I was like, oh, that's enough. I got something. And then when we're leaving, I just had this hunch. Because I, I was leaving some stuff in the hotel room, like all this podcast gear. I don't need to take the podcast gear to the show. I'm going to leave that in the room and have a lighter backpack, you know? So, but I just, all of the sketchiness, I was like, let me check this door because I just have a weird feeling. Uh, so, yeah, we leave and then we just keep trying to shut the door and then just pushing it with your hand. It doesn't shut. It doesn't lock. This door has no latch. The right. room they put us in, finally. So, I'm like... They That's gave us a thing. hotel room with like saloon doors. <laughs> you could just walk right through them. They go both ways. So like that was the, you know, the straw that broke my back where, and, and that we already had like an Uber waiting outside and I kept saying like, he's leaving in three minutes if you don't get there. Right. So I'm checking in down there like, hey, our room that you finally put us into doesn't have, the door doesn't shut. Are there any other rooms available? And she's like, well, do you have stuff left in that room? Go get your stuff out of that room now and I'll look. But if you, I can't guarantee anything and I. I can't guarantee anything later, so let's try now. And I was like, you know, as I walked off, I Naughty said... Naughty word coming. Yeah, incoming uh, adult <laughs> language. I said either it was either, we don't have fucking time for this. This is unbelievable. Or I said, we don't have time for this. This is unfucking believable. I don't know where the fuck was, but it was in there and somewhere. she was like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, this un unfucking believable. And then I storm off to my room to get the, the leftover shit I left in there. Uh, and on the... 
another thing. While I'm doing that, turns outside to try to tell the Uber driver, like, hey, wait a second. And then I tell him, it's a, it's a Malibu, and the plate says 3535, right. blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, there's a guy here in a Dodge and with a different plate. And he goes, I'm here for Matt. And I was like, is this car stolen? There's, there's Who still is this guy? broken glass all over the park. Where line. he's sitting in his car. And I'm like, I'm not getting in it, you know? Yeah. I apologize, but we're just going to call another one. Yeah, it was like, I'm not getting in a vehicle that does not match the description of who's picking me up. He's like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, Matt. That's who I'm here for, Matt. See? So it, it, everything was super sketch. But in that time, I say, unfucking believable And then I go up to the room to get the couple of podcast items and some clothes I left in there out. And then bef- as I get off the elevator, I don't even get back to the desk to see if they had another room ready. There's like a security guy a security guard pointing at me, going, is that Tim? Sir, you need to leave right now. So I go, what the fuck did I do? Right. And he's like, no, 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 come here. You're, you're, you're out of here. You're right. So I'm getting bounced from the fucking hotel. But I stop at the desk first, past the guy. And I was like, no way. You're giving me a refund. I want my money back. We waited here all fucking morning. You said you lied to us. You said we were first in line for an early room and you never gave us anything. So now I'm losing my shit. And then the three ladies back there are just like, sir, you're being quite rude to us. Quite rude. I sat here all morning and watched you not help a bunch of motherfuckers who got like their, their property damaged outside and you just washed your hands of it. Didn't tell. So I'm like. I love how like you suck at your job. Yeah. And now I'm now finally I'm rude. frustrated. Now I'm rude. Because I'm unhelpful. you suck at your job and that makes me rude. So like and literally. Why that, is being I, rude I got worse tossed. than you sucking ass at your job? So I was like, no, no, no. I want my money back. There's no way you're going to make us wait here six hours to give us a room for two hours that doesn't even have a fucking door. And then tell me I have to leave, can't come back, no refund. Where's my refund? They're like, we don't have to give you a refund. Because you said a naughty said, word. You're being rude, sir. And then, so I'm just like, yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks for nothing. So I'm like cussing and fucking walking out of there, telling, <laughs> getting to the second Uber now, the replacement Uber. Like, we can't come back. I got us thrown out. Like, we're, we're kicked out of this hotel. Uh, so then we spend the fucking cab ride on, you know, term calls, the whatever line to, to bitch about. Like, no, you're giving us the fucking money back. Yeah. Like you're giving us the cost. Of that I was room in a back. more diplomatic mood. I straightened it all out. Yes. I sounded like I sound right fucking now. Temperamental. Term sounded like that. Oh, yeah. Where's my fucking term? Uh, where's my cue? Oh, shut the fuck up and have fun. Unfucking believable. Asshole. Hashtag asshole. Blessing in disguise, though, because I didn't want to go back to that fucking hotel room. We, we wound up in a, in a much better one. And in term did finagle our rewards points oh, and, uh, and got the money some. back yeah so it, at the it, in the end i know how to talk to my ihg compadres yeah uh like after uh, just a 10-hour nightmare between chicago and atlanta it, it was great once we got to park tavern like the the staff shout out Brittany. we uh we actually had fans there that came to see us i didn't know if that was going to be a thing couple two tree yeah uh so everything shifted once we got to the damn show we should have probably just showed up there and slept on the fucking floor behind the stage or something Rather than go to that piece of shit motherfucker hotel. Uh, but I digress. Do you think it would have been a better experience if you got a blowjob from that kid in the bathroom? <laughs> 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 to fucking take the edge off, you know? Yeah, and on top of all of this nonsense, it's just like weird shit. There's going a on. family reunion at the Holiday Inn that we're waiting for five hours in the lobby. Like everyone and else. There's a kid that I'm pointing out to Matt in this family. They're running around, and he's got, he's like, the size of a 12-year-old, yeah. the behavior of a 12-year-old, but his face is like 45. What you talking about, Willis? He you looks like little, like little boozy face. He looks like hardened like by smoke and, and like grit. Yeah, and the, like the, the streets have hardened his <laughs> Yeah, boy. like life has hardened his face. So weird, <laughs> like an adult head on a kid's body. Yeah. And then you got 
I went, went to, to the bathroom yeah, yeah. and had a little run-in with the man. Yep. And like I... Uh, little man. As I was leaving the bathroom, he was coming in. He was like, dude, the kid, I don't even think he was 12. The kid was like eight or nine. And he was like, he, he was making a voice. I don't know if this is his voice, but he was like, mm, how you doing? I think it was an old man. It was <laughs> like Benjamin a, Button. Some yeah, weird disease. It was disease black Benjamin Button. looks like a kid. So like, but he goes, how you doing? Or something. And I'm like, I'm washing my hands. I go, hey, what's up, dude? And then as I'm walking out, he goes, uh, do you like guys? I'm not gay or nothing. <laughs> and then I just keep walking. I was like, what the fuck was that? An eight-year-old just said, do you like guys? I'm hey, not gay or nothing. I got to shoot his shot. <laughs> I should have popped my head back in. Pardon me? I beg your pardon? I do like guys, and I am gay or something. I do want to fuck your oddly grown-up head. <laughs> yeah, you think it's pedophilia if you had sex with that kid because his face is so no, grown? No, if he gives you head, <laughs> then technically you got head from a 40-year-old face. Right. I'm gay! Just couldn't win for losing the whole day. It was like seizure guy and then lightning storm. And then we actually make no it. No like 500 bucks. Reasonable. Hour. Yeah, in, in hindsight, we probably fucking like, it would have helped to just spend less time in that nightmare of a hotel. Get something for our fucking time out of it instead of treated like absolute shit and then thrown out. Here's what we could have done. Took the $500, left O'Hare, got a room at the airport Hilton in Chicago, took a nap, got back on the flight, still had a few hundred bucks in our pocket, gone to the hotel. Would have yeah, been beautiful. But again, they're boarding our group, so I'm like, there's no time to consider things. Let's not change the plan. Hung out with Carrot Top, got breakfast. <laughs> Dennis shoot Rodman's the shit. boarding the plane. Bob Odenkirk, thanks for everything. <laughs> Get some Wolfgang Puck with Bobby Oates. <laughs> Every O'Hare experience we've ever had. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I couldn't tell Bob Odenkirk I like Better Call Saul, but him and Kim are the least convincing couple on TV. There's I'm just no passion. not fucking. Where's the it. kissing? Where's the snuggling? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we have like uh, like uh, we, we definitely don't have any whiskey. I don't know if there's any celebrity deaths, but maybe we could like po up for all who I want to die. Right, uh, <laughs> the women at that hotel yesterday. <laughs> we'll start with fat bitch number one, and then we'll move to fat bitch number two, and then skinny fat bitch with the dreads. Give me three shots of Heineken. Let's go. <laughs> All we got is a couple Heineken's here. Dude, so furious. And I think it doesn't... I don't know if I would have been as upset if I got zero sleep. Because there's something about like only getting like an hour of sleep and then waking up kind of... I like I, I, I woke up in a worse mood than I was in when I went in the room after waiting the five or six hours. Yeah, I think uh, sometimes it's better to just I not just, sleep at all. We were, we, dude, we weren't going to bring up through, the door you thing. You kind of start having fun because you're so delirious. I was like, it'll be fine. Like in my head, I was like, the Uber's waiting. We got to get to the fucking show. We're two hours late for sound check. Like we, we like, should no, really just. If this was any other hotel, I would have listened and just been like, all right, it's fine. No one's going to push on our door. Yeah, if I didn't hear horror stories we for five hours would have about come back to all of everybody's our property gone. being unprotected and now our door doesn't shut. Uh, yeah, I had to bring it up and I just, I, I guess I couldn't have brought it. I already tried all that all morning. I kept it together all morning with the, even when she was uh, finally putting us in a room, like when I was checking in after our five and a half hour wait, it was 10 to three. I was like, all right, if you can't get us in a couple hours early, let us in 10 minutes early. So I'm like, can we please check in? And then the lady goes, Lady fat bitch number two to fat bitch number one goes, do we have any rooms? And then she goes, yeah. It's like, yeah, a casual yeah. Like if you knew you had a room available, that's, I thought we were number one in the Platinum Elite crew. You know, like come let us know there's a room. So that pissed me off right off the bat that they were like, you know, is there a room for these guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could have told us that. Uh, so Atlanta, it's been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. Uh, <laughs> term. Who died this week? Oh, and I gotta connect. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Red Snoop and Lama Dog. 
maid just popped her head in and looked at Term wearing a do-rag. And then, I forgot I have a do-rag on. Term has a do-rag on. I love how we just go unmentioned. I didn't say a word. I just shoot her away with my hand. <laughs> yes, gave her the back off hand. Go away. We do have a late check. That's another thing. It's like... Uh, I guess I guess we need. It's up to us to put a "do not disturb" on the door, but it's like, isn't it in the system? Isn't it in the system that we're like? Eh. First of all, it's not even checkout time yet. They they did that yesterday too, or yeah, like they like to get ahead of it. They like to come in, or not yesterday, this morning. They pop in, they're knocking on your door at eight a.m. Right. It's like I'm in here. <laughs> well, this week we said goodbye to Shanka Dukare. I think I'm saying that right. The actress, beloved actress, who played Big Mama Thornton in the recent Elvis movie. Mm. Original recorder of You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog. You think she was killed by Big Elvis for exposing... Big Elvis, rest in peace, rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> exposing his, uh, <laughs> his stealing songs. Oh, boy. This is the song that you said Doja Cat has a big song out now from the Elvis movie. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was called Hound Dog, but it's not. No, they just sampled Hound Dog. Well, no shit. That's why I thought it was called Hound Dog. No foul play is evident in today's death of actress Shanka Dukare. Damn, she's only 44. Who portrayed Big Mama Thornton in this year's Elvis movie. The official Metro Nashville PD account tweeted on July 21st. Dukare, a Fisk University graduate, Dude, was I'm about found to take dead. A Duke I got a shit. <laughs> I already took a Duke already. <laughs> <laughs> was found dead in the bathroom. In the bedroom. Excuse in the me. bathroom. Stop. I got, Dude, I, I, we got to pause. Got I'm going to shit in the toilets <laughs> on the brain right now. In the bedroom of her. Dude, did you use the bathroom yesterday at the venue in the green room? Oh, a bunch. I took a shit just before we went on, and it re- it smelled like a homeless person Dude, in there. Dude, I went right... I know. I know. That I can see the guy's face who made it smell it like that. It stank like B.O. I had to fart just to make it smell better. Pretty sure he worked there. He was a staff guy. He left. Dude, he left. Ew. And I went in there to pee, and it was like... I Take was, a shower. I, I was blowing my nose, fuck. and I was like, I'm not... I can't... Why am I going to try and get my no- my smell yeah, back no. in here? That's you should crazy. be shoving boogers back into your nose. <laughs> you got any more boogers at this place? I'm not even kidding. I know it sounds funny. I farted to make it smell better in there. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to shit my Fuck. <laughs> Shanka Dukare. We hardly knew you. Yeah, all right. That was a good memorial. Right? Yeah, that, that, that was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> What is wow, this <laughs> shit ass clinks that we're doing? Two pussy clinks. Oh, they don't need to break the <laughs> I'm bottle. Smash now. it. All right, we hardly knew whoever you are. Were. Uh, yeah, Yay. I did not see the Elvis movie. And I don't think I'm going to. I gotta take a duke away. Give me one second. No fucking way. Dude, I can't believe this. Matt, this is crazy. Um, so we were asked last week about, uh, classic films that we've never seen. And I mentioned how I'm reading a, a wonderful book right now called, uh, Easy Riders and Raging Bulls. It's about Hollywood in the 1970s when, uh, when the power shifted from the studios and the producers into the hands of the directors. It was the era of the director. And, uh... And I mentioned how it's it's full of uh, you know behind the scenes Hollywood stories and a lot about films that I've heard of my whole life and I've never seen films like uh, Mash or uh, Bonnie and Clyde, 
both of which I watched after reading about them in this in this book. And guess who died this week? Who I just read about in the latest chapter I'm on. Uh, the director of Five Easy Pieces and screenwriter of Peter Bogdanovich's The Last Picture Show, which I've never seen, though I've heard about for years. Motherfucking Bob Raffleson, dog. I thought that Ack would be back at this point in the spiel. I'm still talking about Bob Raffleson by myself. Bob Raffleson, a rebellious but culturally astute filmmaker, best known for the Jack Nicholson classic, Five Easy Pieces. Also, yeah, I've seen some of Five Easy Pieces. Our old roommate, Zach, uh, rented it years ago. I watched a bit of it with him. Uh, dead July 23rd in Aspen, Colorado, after a long battle with lung cancer. He was 89. In addition to his work as a filmmaker, Raffleson, Raffleson also co-created with production partner Burt Schneider, the 1960s TV pop group, The Monkees. In 1969, BBS Productions, Raffleson's company with Schneider and Steve Blauner, who, I swear, the whole like first three chapters of this book is all about BBS Productions. This is cool. Uh, produced the cultural phenomenon, Easy Rider, the final nail in the coffin of the old Hollywood studio system, and a film that brought Nicholson the first of 12 Oscar nominations. Raffleson then directed Five Easy Pieces in 1970, a critical smash that earned the auteur two Oscar nominations, Best Picture and Best Screenplay, which he shared with Carol Eastman. The following year, he also produced, okay, he didn't write it, he produced Peter Bogdanovich's The Last Picture Show. My butt's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> finally returns. I'm like, I got a weird posture trying to sit back in this chair. It's crazy, dude. I know that was crazy what just happened. Why do I always just order stuff with bang bang and hot sauce when I go out of town? It's like <laughs> my body never agrees or adjusts to it, but I'm like, yeah, let me get the bang bang shrimp. Fucking idiot. Unfucking believe. It's just a good name, you know? All right, so. Uh, Whoever Trim was just talking about died. We're going to take a sip for them. To You're Bob getting Raffleson. <laughs> uh, hardly knew ye, dude. Yeah. Come on, I have to know like something of Bob Raffleson. Bob Raffleson. It's a good name to say. Say it. Raffleson. Bob Raffleson. Bobby Raffs. <laughs> Raffleson. Um, Black Widow, Mountains of the Moon, Blood and Wine, Head. The Postman Always Rings Twice. I'm not getting nothing. Give me a movie I've seen. Um, the Monkees. He was in Leaving Las Vegas. I've seen that. He didn't make it, though. Mm, I don't know if I've seen that. Um, come on. Give me one Bob Raffleson movie. I guess I've never seen a Bob Raffleson movie. I saw some of Five Easy Pieces. You seen some of Five Easy Pieces? We've seen some of Five Easy Pieces. I don't know what you're Say we've about. seen some of Five Easy Pieces three times fast. I can't truthfully say I've seen any of whatever. That, what is it? Five Easy Pieces. 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 That's off. I said Evie. All right. Uh, who else died? Nobody? Great. Um, Beautiful. Some Moving chick on. from uh, Moving on. Naked <laughs> and Afraid. All right. Let's see this bitch naked. Died. Oh, yeah. Could we? That's probably going to be pixelation over the nips, but yeah, let's see that pixel. Her name is Melanie Rauscher. Speaking of pixel, remember that fan taking photos of us last night? 
and like his Google Pixel phone was like the best camera I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh yeah, that shit was dope, bro. To film school, and this this phone has a better camera than I've ever seen. Um, it was nighttime, and we took pictures. It looked like day. It looked like it was fucking three p.m. It was wild. No flash. No flash. Daytime. Night and day. It was night and day. Chick from Charmed died. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't have a lot of time to prepare this week. You Rebecca guys. Balding. My my girlfriend just texted. Why does Seth have a do rag on? Like, are we gonna get into this again? <laughs> yeah, come on. But seriously, why? Mickey Rooney Jr. So that's not Mickey Rooney. So why term has a do rag on is because last night after the show, I put a clip on Instagram of this dude DJ who. Uh, Hopped up and did my whole brainwash verse. Like he said he would do it. Yo, and I was like, DJ, you know what? Prove it. DJ. Hey, DJ. Baba DJ. Baba DJ. Baba <laughs> <laughs> DJ. So this dude hops up and kills it. Yo, DJ. Honestly, the Baba DJ. Of the show got a bigger ovation than anything Term and I did. That oh, was the best part of the night. Yeah, everyone loved Everyone it. agreed. I honestly should have just let him keep the mic. Yeah, what other songs, you know? I'm going to go hang back there. Yo, DJ. So afterwards, he offers to give us a ride to our new hotel. And we're like, fuck it. Let's do it. And we grab some food on the way. We're hanging with this dude. Um, that's the Palmer Squares experience, man. You come see us in a city. You might end up uh, having term roll skinny, shitty blunts in the back seat <laughs> hey, on a CD case. I ripped while it we, open <laughs> and I rolled another one that was better and less skinny. So we're and uh, DJ, black fella. He had some shit on the floor of his car, and I like, I goofed. I, I thought it was just the packaging. I was like, "Oh, Terms garbage is in here. Like, is this you know?" And then the the, the right. do rag was in it, and he was like, "Oh, Term, that's for you, dude. You please take that." Yes. So that's why Term has it a was a gift. It was gifted from the guy who should have been wearing it. It's so big on Term too. There's no way it's they always say one size fits all. Fuck that. <laughs> Wait. Well, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could put this do rag on like a. Uh, What's a big thing? You know, like that restaurant, <laughs> Big Boy. <laughs> they have the, the Big Boy. Uh, you can put it on Big Boy's head. Man, we suck today. Also dead, Monty Norman, composer of the James Bond theme. Damn. Doody, Rudy. Somebody ding dong, sing dong dong, sing da ding ding dong dong dong. Bond producer. Check out this guy's name, Cubby Broccoli. Dude, between Bob uh, Rafferson. <laughs> no, no, that's not who died. Oh. Monty Norman died, who wrote this. But the producer of the first James Bond was Cubby Broccoli. And he was impressed by Norman's work on the latter and asked him to compose the score for the inaugural film in the Bond franchise, 1962's Dr. No, part of that commission, the James Bond theme would become among the most instantly recognizable pieces of music in Hollywood history. <gasps> <laughs> and one hell of a model American. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the ace quotes uh, Quite often these days People come up to me and say Oh you're the man who wrote Dum diddy dum 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 diddy dum It says that in here It says rootle doodle Rootle rootle doodle rootle. You're the rootle guy <laughs> Norman later said They don't even sing that melody But everyone seems to know what they mean Hell yeah dude Rootle doodle Damn uh, a few people died, actually. You know what? We're not done. Fuck. We need to poe up more. Also dead. Oh. Also dead. This uh, week. I guess some of these are from last Max week. Max Cherry them, from you know? a year ago. I don't know how we missed these last week. Dolphonics is good. Who is this? It's my Max Cherry impression. It's good. 
<laughs> I wish I that's a terrible impression. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could think of one line so I can do a better one. <laughs> I love when he when he knocks uh, on the door no, and good. <laughs> uh, Samuel Jackson is like, "What the fuck out here knocking like you to police?" And he's like, "Thought you might be asleep. Thought you might be asleep. Keep knocking like that. You're the one that's gonna be asleep forever. Forever. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. This some repugnant shit. So I could do Sam Jackson quotes from that movie all day. All right, break off the peeping number, dude. Damn, <laughs> dude. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to throw a dude in there. <laughs> William Hart, lead singer and songwriter for the soul group The Delphonics. So good. Died good. 10 days ago. Well, like 13 when this comes out. Group is best known for their 1960s and 70s classics such as Didn't I Blow Your Mind This Time, which won them a Grammy for Best R&B Vocal Performance by a Duo or Group. The Delphonics were reintroduced to a whole new generation of music lovers in the mid-90s when the Fugees reimagined the hook from their 1968 song, Ready or Not, Here I Come, for their own 1996 hit, Ready or Not. Right. That was that. Quentin Tarantino also paid homage to the Delphonics in his 1997 Homage. film, Jackie Brown. Trying to find the Delphonics scene. Here, pause that. Let's see if I can. Let's, let's, let's get some Max Cherry lens. Doesn't matter who died. We're doing Max Cherry stuff. Thought you were asleep. Thought you might be asleep. <laughs> Is it Robert Forrester? Yeah. Great fucking performance. Black fine. It's good. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what he says when he when she shows him the Delphonics. And he's like, who is this? It's good. I got one now. You're doing like an old like 20s gangster. I'm doing Max Cherry. You're doing like Edward G. Robinson. You went out this morning and bought a gun? You went out this morning and bought a gun? It's good. <laughs> Somebody loan it to you? Somebody loan it to you? Yeah. <laughs> he says everything slow and kind of deep like this. Right. That rem- doing the voice reminded me last night we went to cookout and DJ was driving and then the lady that gave him the food, he gives her the money and he's like, keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> and she's like, filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> The voice, keep the change, you filthy she animal. She had no idea what he was talking no, about. She lied, by the way. She goes, oh, I didn't hear you. I don't know what you just said. Like, I think she heard him. And then he goes, he, like, he just doubled down. You ever seen Home Alone? Delivers a pizza and he's playing a movie, DJ's and then hilarious. the firecrackers in a bucket, and then he says, Keep the change of Billy Allen. Firecrackers in a bucket. He didn't say that, but that is part of the scene. That's good. Would you like to hear some music? Sure. Sure. Oh. Sure. <laughs> good. Well, I good. couldn't wait to get home last night and wash the jail out of my hair. Looks nice. Looks nice. Thanks. Looks good. Robert Forrester Never get into the whole CD revolution Nominated for oh, best yeah. supporting actor For this film Only nomination it garnered Yeah that's kind of bullshit yeah, Super bullshit get new stuff on records Could be my favorite Tarantino film I don't get new stuff that often It's definitely one of his top screenplays Oh yeah uh, Adapted from an Elmore Leonard novel Big Elmore Leonard, rest in peace. Rest Called in peace. Rum Punch, I want to say. I hope he. I hope the word "good" is never spoken in this scene. I just made that up. It's good. Did not do it, baby. Did not do it. Pretty. Said it's pretty. It's pretty good. Who is this? The Delphonics. 
nice. Nice. It's not good. It's nice. You asshole. Nice. <laughs> now it's just nice. going to be Max Florentine. Fucking Delphonics. Nice. 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 Didn't I blow your mind this time? How about you blow me? It's beautiful. Guy wants me to break <laughs> off the beeper number. It's fucking brutal. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. Okay. My bad. He says, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Who is this? It's nice. <coughs> All right. Anybody else die? Uh, yes, actually, somebody else died, my friend. Oh, Mickey Rooney Jr., I already saw that. Uh, not really, some dude from The Voice, don't care. Rebecca Balding, don't care. (laughs) (laughs) He's not Rebecca Bald, he's Rebecca Balding. Uh, yeah, no, we're good. We did it. Moving along. Highly recommended. Oh, come here, do Oh, come here, I don't know what it means, but it's really fucking funky this week's highly recommended. Motherfucking album comes from the one and only Brazil's finest Tim Maia, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, come in a Um, didn't prepare this much, so so enjoy. Tim Maia's the shit. Um, I think this could be like the first. Recommendation that's not an actual album. This is like a compilation. World Psychedelic Classics 4. Nobody Can Live Forever. The Existential Soul of Tim Maya. So what happens when Term doesn't have anything prepared? He just sings the chorus and yeah, goes, obviously. Tim Maya was a shit. Check him out. <laughs> <laughs> but besides that, Portuguese to English. Oh, Camino, the way, Dobem, the path of the good. <laughs> I keep on just squinting at me like, now what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> okay. You, what do you want me to do with that? You translated the name of the song. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> um, what I do know about Tim Maya. Big, jolly, fat fella. He looks very nice. Uh, in the 70s, he took a lot of acid. Look at this guy. Big, jolly, fat man. Oh, yeah. He's got a crazy bone head. That guy's spun. Uh, he took a lot of acid, and he joined a cult that believed that uh, we're all like derived from aliens or something like that. And he wrote a song about it. Oh, come in a dope, It's not this song. It's called Rational Culture, and it's the shit. It's 12 minutes long. And we're going to listen to every one of those minutes. Exactly. Because I didn't prepare. Prepare to be funkified. Seriously, though, this song is the fucking tits. Um, there's a lot of songs on this album. 15. I'm familiar with three of them, and that's enough to recommend the whole thing. Let me see if I can find some information here. 
Tim Maia became a member of the Brazilian Socialist Party. Okay, that's not what it is. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Alright, no way to go. <laughs> Can you hit me with one of the... Guys, that song stinks. All right, here it is. Um, he had already recorded the instrumentals for this song when his friend took him to his house, chanced upon a book by Manol Jacinito Coelho, the first in a series called Universe in Disenchantment. Centered around the religious cult known as Cultura Racional, the name of this song. We gonna rule the world, don't you know, don't you know, we're gonna put it together. The cult believes that humans are a race of perfect beings from a distant planet, banished to Earth to suffer by a mysterious deity known as the Rational Superior, yet able to reach salvation through the reading of these books. At which point they are rescued from Earth by alien spaceships to be taken back to the mother world. Sounds like Bubkiss to me. Kind of sounds like Scientology. This guy's a Brazilian Scientologist. Um, yeah, that, I, I love how the word rational is in the name of the cult. <laughs> right. <laughs> rational culture. If you just name an irrational thing rational, yeah. now it's rational. You know? If the ability to believe in this cult seems strange, consider that his belief in it caused him to give up drinking drugs and red meat. This from a man whose Damn, love of food and I drinks... I need to join a cult. Fix my body. Swelled him to 140 kilograms. I don't know how many pounds that is. It's a lot. Look at his fat neck. And who once distributed 200 tabs of acid to his label's office after returning from a trip to London. This guy rules. Yeah, Tim is the shit, you guys. Yeah. I don't much care for his music, but his lifestyle is pretty sick. I'm pretty sure he did, like, drop this weird alien cult stuff at some point. He's like, turns out I was wrong. Well, um... What is it? Right. My bad. That's Tim Maia <laughs> denouncing his cult status. <laughs> right. My bad. Initially, however, he was overcome with zeal at his revelation and recorded a fresh selection of vocals espousing the virtues of Cultura Rationale to be dubbed over the original instrumentals. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just think about DJ saying, "Keep the change, you filthy animal." Like, <laughs> I forgot. About he that. called the girl a filthy animal. I know that was rude. <laughs> and I, I got tossed. I got tossed from a hotel for saying unfucking believable. At this guy's out here doling really... out filthy animals yeah. to women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <sighs> fun night. Worst day ever, but fun night. All right, we're done. We're not right, hold on, wait. Fucking half of the song. We've listened to the fucking 12-minute song. It was a joke. It was joking. He's going to say something about the book. I want to uh, hear him say it. Uh. <laughs> oh, this part again? We're going to rule the world, don't you know? 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 We're going to put it together. It's pretty. What mm. is this? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Good. <laughs> that better be the name of this episode. S H H G O O D. All right, talk about the book, you fat fuck. Yeah, seriously, I'm about to executive decision this <laughs> off off the airwaves. <laughs> I love the way he says, "Read the book." The only is he book. ever gonna say that? I think he does. <laughs> hey, what do we gotta do? More <laughs> shit and then leave. Answer a couple questions. Yeah, we gotta check out of here in less than an hour though. So, all right, Tim. Clock's ticking. Say it. Clock's ticking, and Tim is Listen wasting our all. valuable time. He's gonna say it right now. Listen, you all. Listening. We're Listen. gonna tell you the most important thing that you ever heard in your life. Waiting. Listen, Listen for you it. all. You never heard that before. <sighs> say it. <laughs> we came from a super world. A world of, of rational energy. energy. Let him say it. All right. And we live. Rootling over the part we've been waiting six minutes world. for. <laughs> world of animals energy. Filthy animals energy. <laughs> That's the title. Book. The book of God. The book of God. The universe in this enchantment. And you That's what we waited for? Yeah, keep going. The book of God. Are you happy now? <laughs> yes, very. You're going to know the truth. <laughs> The Book of God. Oh, the beautiful. Book of God. What a good song. Uh, one other song I would highlight is called Where Is My Other Half. We're highlighting another song after that? Yeah, this one's short. It's got a sick drop, though. It's four minutes. It's got a sick drop. 30 seconds. This week's highly recommended album is The Existential Soul of Tim Maya. Nobody can live but forever. Where is my other hand? It's beautiful. Can somebody say? La 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 la. La 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 la. Rubbish! Filth! I'm sorry. You blew it! No. We're good. All right, don't yell. <laughs> the term's got not only a do-rag on, but headphones. So someone's knocking on the door and he's like, We're good! <laughs> Chill. Chill. Tim Maya. Nobody can live forever. That's the drop you're waiting for? Literally just the entrance of drums? Yeah, did you hear that snare? It was fucking cracking. It came in slow and average. Yeah, I know. Fucking... It's still nice. We could have wrapped it up at the Book of God. <laughs> the Book of God. And I'm the Booker God. <laughs> <laughs> Shoving him back up there after that dude blew up the bathroom. <coughs> dude, it smelled terrible in there. It was crazy. Now, I th- like, I smelled shit. Like, he shit, but he also probably smelled like the abominable snowman. B.O. overpowers shit. <laughs> shit is actually a Paper better smell covers than B.O. rock. Right. B.O. covers shite. Like, everybody likes their own brand. To some degree, I don't think everybody likes their own brand, but you can tolerate your own brand. You can be like, first of all, damn, what did I eat? Brand, but you mean to say brand, correct? Like you're talking about your fart. Brand? Isn't that what it is? No. Like my fart is Seth's own brand. No, it's like brand muffins. It's not brand muffins. I don't know. I think people say brand. Like that's your brand of fart. What? I took out a TM by it. I got a trademark. <laughs> Isn't that part. what that always meant? What is brand? That's what I've always heard my whole life. I know what brand is. I know it's fiber. 
The it, no, actually, it's the hard outer layer of whole cereal grains such as oats, wheat, rice, and corn. Oh yeah, I could have told you that. Read it does book. contain healthy doses of protein, iron, and fiber, but no. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's good. Okay. Like, how do I... I want to figure this out. How? Because brand is a thing. Fart. Fart fart brand. Your own brand. There's the title. Fart (laughs) your own. You can fart Uh. your own brand. (laughs) Fart your own brand. (laughs) Come on. Something will come up. Only on on Urban Dictionary. Fart brand. There it is. There it is. It's literally only one thing, and it's... You can't trust Urban Dictionary. The unique smell of your own fart or someone else's own fart... Here's an example. I knew it was you that just farted. I could smell your fart brand. You know, that quote no one's ever yeah, said nobody anywhere. Ever, nobody ever says that. Yeah, because fart brand is not a fucking thing. Okay, here's an I article. I don't even want to justify the brand suggestion. Why you love your own farts and hate when others do it. I don't love my own farts either. Like, I guess mine don't smell that bad because I'm better than you. Do you like to smell your own fart? Okay, let's get into it. Uh, in blind smell tests, this. scientists, they, so there's science involved, have confirmed that we truly do find the smell of our own farts more appealing than the farts of others. There you have it. It's on Quora.com. You can't debate Quote, it. Quote, because the bacterial population in your body producing these smells is completely unique from every other individual, our farts truly have a one-of-a-kind brand that your nose can differentiate. It's science, bro. Suck it. I'm the chucklehead. <laughs> right. My bad. He thought it was your own brand. No, I was I was so convinced it wasn't brand. I was trying to give you a benefit of a doubt, which I just made up. Brand. I like the uh, people also ask on Google when I. <laughs> so if you if you Google fart your own brand, just letting you know, here's the suggested uh, okay. questions: How much does a fart in a jar cost? Why do we like the smell of our own? If you're poop? one of us, it's free. <laughs> How much does a professional fart sniffer make? Damn, I didn't know that was a professional, professional? career. Professional. And uh, how long will a fart last in a jar? So, Why aren't you clicking on these to get the answers? <laughs> Here's another question. Is sniffing your own farts a sin? Can we click that one? <laughs> right, I can answer how much a uh, fart in a jar costs. It's the cost of a P.O. box. This has an answer. A P.U. box. How much does a professional fart sniffer make? It says about 50 grand a year. They, no, they don't. Because they don't exist. Yeah, type in how much does an elf make at Santa's workshop. <laughs> I bet they're out of an answer. Oh, um, what now? Fan questions? Man, that Dancing Queen cover rules. <laughs> it's still in my head after listening to all that Tim Maya. <laughs> Scene! Scene! <laughs> that was a sick drop, dude. Tim Maya, eat your heart out. <laughs> eat your fart out. He will. And when you get the chance, Queen! Yeah, that song rules. I gotta give them props, dude. They put their whole heart and everything into it. It's crazy. It's crazy how, like, they are it blows. performing to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it blows, but I envy it so much. Um, speaking of it blows, let's check out some fan questions. 
It's time for fan questions. Riddly doodly 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 doodle doodle. Fan questions. Riddly doodly 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 riddle doodle. TPS report. Fuck yeah, dude. I like to think of anyone saying casually as you just did. Yeah, we like the smell of our own brand. Like omitting the word fart and just saying our own brand that's wild to me that you just think that's like culturally it's a saying people say that i've heard that saying everybody likes their own brand i've heard that like as far back as elementary school smell elementary never school. heard that we went to the same smell elementary school yes you have everyone likes their own brand oh yeah here it is got it <laughs> let's have a smell all right Ooh, wafting, wafting. <laughs> oh, everyone likes their own brand, don't they? Boom. Okay, I have heard it. It is a saying. I have heard it. Yeah, it's from Austin that Powers movie? 3. Right. I don't think they coined it, though. But that's where I would have heard it. Right. Uh, we played the song. Got it. Fan questions. Let's go. Ah, questions for podcasts from Danielle. <coughs> Regardless of whether you answer this on the TPS Reports podcast or not, I've got a couple questions for you guys. Well, if we weren't Where the gonna fuck answer it, else am I going to answer it, Danielle? Yeah, what is that supposed to mean? Uh, question one, what's the craziest thing that has ever happened at one of your shows? I don't know, getting thrown out of a hotel right before it? <laughs> um, <laughs> here's one of my top favorites off my head. I want to off your head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember like way back when I had the red and black lumberjack <laughs> with the hat to match? <laughs> when we do rat to match. <laughs> when we played at uh, Abbey Pub <laughs> and that kid Justin peed his pants standing yeah. front row. Drunk as a skunk. Like n half awake. He's like swaying back and forth. I don't know how he's even standing just upright. Just go. And he just, we just watch. He just pissed his pants standing front row i remember we had a show in philadelphia i mean to be honest there was one row do you remember we had a show in philadelphia that ended with two fans being taken away on stretchers because they smoked k2 spice i don't that happened in philly vaguely yeah it was like it was not voltage vaguely? lounge it was whatever place we played after Kung that Fu necktie yeah, it might have been there and then yeah i remember like i, 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 remember, like, I didn't know what was going on you know but people what? had to I leave in an ambulance so like that's kind of crazy something. I swear someone told me they smoke like fake weed. Right. Which, I don't know. Pissies. I believe them, yo. Um, That's how they do it in Philly. Crazy things at a show. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, not that crazy, but it, last night when DJ came up and did my whole verse, I was like, I've never done that. I've never given a fan my mic to like do. For more than a line. Right, right, right. Like, my pat, keep it in your hand and like, you know, to the crowd, let right. them rap. And it's Beyonce. like, you don't give up your mic. I was like, <laughs> I had a good feeling about DJ that did pay off. I was like, you know what? Get up here. Like, I, I also threw out to the crowd. Sometimes I do this, like, mid-set. I'll be like, what do you guys want to hear? You know? We could, you know, we could play whatever. What do you want to hear? DJ goes, deja vu. They almost never say something that we rehearse Next guy goes, or even have the beat on Lonesome us. Roads. It's like all songs from Boom dip. forever ago that I don't have a backing track for. And I was like, yeah, just forget I asked. You Bumping. Know? So that was my, like, uh, <laughs> that was my making it up to him. Like, all right, well, everything you requested, we're not going to play. Uh... But yeah, he's like, I'll do your whole verse and brainwash. Fuck it. Get up here. That was awesome. Um, so yeah, not that crazy, but a first time for everything. That was sweet. Next time I give my mic away, I'm sure it will not go that good. Nope. Uh, yeah, it's never happening again. Uh, second question. What's the worst thing that you have done while drunk or high? 
I know you're going to say shit on somebody's floor, even though I don't think you did it. Mm, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah, that would be the worst thing <laughs> I, I did. Took a probably. dump on somebody's living room floor. Yeah, I shit in someone's house and not in the bathroom. <laughs> um, I was just talking to Eric the other day, and you know what's worse about it? I told him. I would buy him a new rug because I shed him like a dog, like a dog that I am. <laughs> Fucking, I was like, let me buy you a new rug. And then I didn't. Yeah. That's the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah, well, you and know I was what? sober when I offered. You didn't do it. <laughs> he did it. It's a scam to make you buy him a new rug. And you didn't fall for that the shit. So I commend in. you. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to our buddy the other day about, we were reminiscing about music festivals in our, our youth and one time I got shit-faced at a music festival. <laughs> he was sleeping on the rug. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go. Uh, we drank silver rum. It didn't even have a brand. The brand was silver rum. <laughs> trying, to, just trying to tie in the whole your own that. brand thing. Oh, wow. Uh, that didn't work. That's how not in popular culture that phrase is. And um, I, I am told that after the show's... On the opening night, it was like the pre-party night, and we were all walking back to our camp area on this like path of rocks, and then on the, both sides of us is just wooded area full of tents and people. And my friends had to restrain me and hold my arms at my sides because I was picking up rocks and chucking them into the tent area, <laughs> and people, there was voices coming out of the woods like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> People getting pelted in the head with rocks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I, I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I did that. What else? I, I like, can't I, believe I did that. Oh, I feel like I just had one. Drunk, high, bad stuff. I mean, basically, anytime I get drunk... Um, oh, I got one. There's like at least a conversation or something that I regret, even though it's like uh, right. no one, no one thought twice of it. I always feel like I did something that's like, you fucking got drunk, you I probably idiot. told this story forever ago, but me Because you were um, drunk. Me and Dylan, years ago, he, was, he worked for um, XRT, radio station, and they held an event at the Planetarium in Chicago. Planet. Planet. Arium. Arium. And it was catered and um, uh, Lagunitas beer, you know, uh, sponsored nice. the event. And there was like, so there was free beer and free wine. We drank up all the beer at the Planetarium. Typical. And then- and Dylan likes wine. I don't drink wine. In fact, when I do drink wine, that's when I get like like rude, shitty, drunk. Like wine hits me way different than other stuff. Right, which is Beer odd. Most people get like emotional when they drink. Dude, wine. I get like uh, like loose lipped. I just start. Uh, the lady at the fucking hotel thought I was being rude yesterday, dude. Right. Wine makes me just start like doling out insults to like my girlfriend or something like like playfully, but like I just t- turn jerk, you know. Uh, so, anyways. The beer was gone, and then me and Dylan start like just throwing glasses of wine back. We're not we're not sipping it like Gus Fring, you know. We're, oh we're God, chugging. I hated wine. that scene. Fucking <laughs> uh, dumb. Add nothing to the show scene. I didn't understand that scene either. But um, stupid fucking talkative jerk. So you'd think <laughs> you'd think it was enough for us to just uh, go have all that free beer and wine, and then we're like, no, we need to go out to a bar now that this event is over. So we took a taxi to Boiler Room. Right. And like, it was like a Friday night or something. It was popping. Everybody's in. It was like, it's a, one of our old favorite bars from, you know, the, the Palmer Square neighborhood. Uh, so yeah, we go to Boiler Room. Dylan is falling asleep at the table drunk. Like, uh-huh. and it's a bad look. And uh, at a certain point, we're asked to leave. I guess I'm, I'm pretty good at getting thrown out of places yeah. <laughs> in retrospect. But we get asked to leave and I like... I didn't take it well. And I didn't even like r- understand that. Uh, I, like, first of all, we were probably being loud and obnoxious. And then Dylan is like, uh, and I, I think either me, no, it was me. It was me. I fell into someone's table. 
and they yes. had like pizza and then like I fell into their food. We were a fucking mess. <laughs> so they asked us to leave and in that moment it was like I dived into their pizza. You can't kick me out. Like I was uh so I remember what I did and this was in the middle of winter where they have that extra door, the little like, you know, the common area. Right. So I walked out into that, lit a cigarette, and then flicked the lit cigarette into the bar. <laughs> and then I said, like, fuck you. And I, I like, yelled at the staff after doing that. And I remember, I, I, as drunk as I was, I remember a lady going, are you fucking serious right now? And I was like, yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I, next day. Do I look like I'm kidding? Next day, because I'm too pussy to just show up, I, I tweeted Boiler Room. And I, I recall like, this. And I tweeted, like, last night, I was really rude to some of your staff, and I'm really sorry about that. And then they responded and said, happens to everybody. We'll see you next time. And yeah, they were like, actually yes! really cool about it. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> but in that moment, I was like, dude, what What a piece of shit. Like, I just, that was my move. I'm going to light a cig and flick it and say, go fuck yourself, right. lady. Wow, what an edgy dude. Next time, I will just quietly retrieve people's ATM receipts out of the garbage to get a free shot. <laughs> <laughs> have you done that yes wow. multiple times at the boiler room it's cash only they got jmo on tap love this bar and yeah that's what hurt the most is like i, I like that place and i it's a great a bar and they have great pizza yeah uh boiler room chicago anytime you're there but it's cash only they have atms in the restaurant and their policy is if you go use the atm bring your atm receipt and you get a free shot of jameson yeah. And some people don't know that and they just throw the receipt in the garbage. Hell yeah. Go pick them shits out of the garbage, dude. Get a free shot. Life hack at one place in one You just city. have to hope the bartender doesn't look at the timestamp on the ATM. Yeah. Oh, and then it says, uh, P.S. I've been listening to music for about seven years now. I can't believe the Palmer Squares haven't blown up yet. Well, I can't. to hurt our feelings. Keep doing what you do best. Peace out, Danielle. Thank you, my dear. Love you, Danielle. Um, let's keep moving. I uh, got a bunch of questions pulled up. We probably can't get through all these because, you know. Gotta leave the city of Atlanta. Remember that girl last night? Uh, this is something young people do now at concerts. I had to, I, like an old man, I had to put my glasses on. <laughs> Remember when I put my glasses back? And I was like, well, I can't read it. <laughs> young people now at concerts, they like to open like Instagram stories or whatever and type like a word or a question in yeah. really big font and then just hold up their screen with the, their question or like, I want to fuck you or whatever. Yeah, well, that's what it was. This girl was like, she kept holding up her phone to term and it said like, you're hot. Right. Uh, can I buy you a drink? Yeah, I said like, yes, and they didn't. Yeah, that was In fact, rude. somebody else bought us drinks, handed them to those girls to bring to us, and they just drank them themselves and Whoa! left. <laughs> they left. You know what hurts the most? Touche. The, the lack of respect. Way out of line. Way out of line. Hey, you know yeah, what? that's bullshit. But yeah, it's pretty commendable. First of all, I was going to say, you talk Power a big move. game. I there like was it. no talking. You text a big game. Yeah. You know, why don't you wait till after the show and like talk to the guy you think is hot? First of all, he's going to deny you. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'll at least come on here and say I denied them. Yeah, come on her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I may or may not have called them whores from the stage too. Yeah, I didn't know how to. I was like, "Term, take a shot with the whores," <laughs> and I don't think that worked out very well for uh, their enjoyment. Of I didn't book. know how to play off that. Yeah, that no. was not a wingman move, dude. We're booed up. They're whores. Who cares? Term's still like whatever. I wanted to flirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's another question. Uh, two questions. Two questions. Would you rather be deaf or blind? The fuck was that noise? Is there a know. demon being unearthed from a spell book behind you? <laughs> you on the side of the highway? <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you say? Deaf or blind? I'd probably rather be deaf. I think I would rather For be the deaf. Specific? As much as I love music yeah. and beautiful noises I was gonna and say, Tim much, Maya. I hate my own voice. 
and my whole career is like listening back to my own voice. Podcasts, music, videos. Yeah. I'm the editor. You know, I go listen back to the takes. <laughs> I never want to hear my own voice you go deaf ever and be again. Like, ah. But then again, I got to see my own face. That's not much better. Ouch. <laughs> I guess I'll go blind and deaf. Um, yeah, I mean, is like, because music is such a huge part of my life. It's a it's a, a hard decision to make. Yeah. But I think I still like seeing things more than hearing them. I can still be like Beethoven. He made shit. I like. Yeah, he made shit already. I would rather be deaf having heard before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then born deaf. Than than blind. Yeah. So you like you know what you're losing. Right, and I like now I could still talk. I would just talk like this, you know. Whoa, rude! Canceled. I could st- I could still win best supporting actor. <laughs> That's when he's uh, when he's blind. Blind guy talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Second question is: What is a band that you guys never heard of, but when you saw them live? That's when you first discovered them and wanted to check them out. <laughs> I would have to go with our last night. Here comes, here comes. Get the chance. You are the dancing queen. That's probably why they're knocking on the door. It's not maid service. They're like, shut, shut the up. fuck up. <laughs> For me, that I got was an easy one. Circus survive. Dude. I've heard of them. I don't know. Never really fucked with them that much. And then when I saw them live, I've never even I'm heard like, of who you just fuck. said. This band is actually pretty dope. And it led me to look into more of their shit. So, you guys being musicians, I would assume you've experienced a similar thing. Nope. So, never yeah, once. Never happened. I only go to shows with bands I've heard of. Me and you are not the same, dude. Deuces. <laughs> 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 uh, Krongbin. Easy answer for me because it happened. Somewhat recently, a couple years ago. Right. And uh, yeah, me and my girlfriend went to a Leon Bridges show. The mm-hmm. opener was Krongbin, and we left there like Fuck looking up Leon Bridges Krongbin in and his ass. They stole with it, Krongbin's not dick. They stole the show because Leon Bridges killed it. Right. But it was like, I've never heard of these guys, and they were awesome. And in fact, uh, they're in like the Chicagoland area uh, in a month from now. And I'm like, I'm going to try to go to that fest that day yeah. to see them. Since that show, they've really. Uh, Gain some momentum. Yeah, these guys are great. Uh, I remember, but I that had, was an easy one for me. I was like uh, glued to their set. Like I, had, I walked um, in and I just stayed. Like this is so good. Yeah, I had like recently through Spotify or something through a playlist been turned on by like two and one or two of their songs, and then we met up after you went to that show and you put on Krongbin and I was like, wait, you know these guys? Yeah, I know these guys. White gloves. Oh, oh. super good. Um, I know I have answers. Another I, I can't one, think of any off the top of my head. It wasn't the same. This was more like I was kind of following my friends, but the band Mo was a band that uh, my friends right. were like l- loving Mo, uh, whatever, fucking 13 I mean, years ago. And then I started going to Mo shows just to kind of do fun shit with my friends. Like, well, who's the band? Whatever. I'll go check them out. And then they like put on kick-ass shows. And then we'd go to Summer Camp Festival and I'd see them perform every night. And I'd be like... This band does kick ass I'm trying to, to the point now where I like if I'm going on a road trip like we went to Austin I was listening you know I put that on in the playlist still right. just for kind of like nostalgic jam memories. But I don't uh, know the first Mo show I saw because Mo might have that been was something like, I did I'd never heard of and my band or my friends were seeing heard this band of the and, other acts. But I'm I like, might yeah, have let me gone check it out and it was really good to my first summer camp, um, not because of Mo. We knew Umphreys first, for right. sure. I went for like Umphreys and Keller Williams and right. shit. So I guess Mo uh, was one of those. 
They were just part of the package. I mean, Wood it's Brothers. their festival. Uh, Wood Brothers, absolutely. Never heard of them until we were at summer camp. We just stumbled upon their set, and then to this day, they're also at that thing, Krongbins, at okay. in Chicago in a month, and I'm going to Good to go answer. Yeah. Wood Brothers, 100%. I actually saw them for the first time at 10,000 Lakes Music Festival. I was with, the, yeah, not in Minnesota. Camp. Yeah. The Wood Brothers, see, back in the day, the Wood Brothers, uh, when we would go to festivals, always had a secured Sunday morning spot. It's Sunday morning, smoke a little weed, drink a Bloody Mary or something, and just relax to some acoustic stylings of the Wood Brothers. It was the, always their slot. The irony of yesterday and all of the crazy shit for the Sunday sunset sessions. You were wearing your new shirt. I was shirt. wearing a new shirt I bought in Austin that said, easy like Sunday morning, and it was the hardest Sunday morning <laughs> I've ever had to survive. It was crazy. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah, I guess the, I brought that on myself. Wood Brothers, though. Yeah, I think we covered it. We covered it. That's the answer. What's up, you fucking freaks? It's the Halloween guy. Once again, I don't work at the Halloween store anymore, nor do I intend to work there ever again. Hey, tell me your life story, dude. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Halloween guy. Unless I'm stealing you guys some shit like I did last time. But anyways, get to my question. Um, have you guys ever watched porn with your significant other? Obviously, you guys watch porn together all the time. Um, that's not a weird thing. Me and Seth, yeah. But watching porn with your girl, have you ever done that? Uh, kind of want to know what the fuck that was like, because just last night, I was watching porn with my wife, and, uh, you know, it got a little steamy. Halloween guys? Married? I didn't know that. Congratulations. Way to go, bud. Doing mature, grown man Halloween guys. Did you get all okay. the wedding supplies at the Halloween store? <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> he's got Frankenstein bolts in his neck at the altar. All right. Yeah, it was kind of weird at first. It was like it took forever to fucking find anything first that she was comfortable See, with. Yep, like, yep, yep. My experience. Let, let's let Halloween guy finish, and then. Uh, but yeah, him saying that. Clearly, we both have a story this yeah. that she, you know, could find believable. She likes the real stuff. She doesn't like any uh, acting. I like gross part. shit. Um, but no, right. no amateur stuff either. Don't like the fucking shitty lighting. Um, so yeah, just wondering how that guy's went for you. As you know, because it was for me, it was kind of weird at first. It was very hard. It was almost kind of uh, infuriating. Not infuriating. <laughs> it, was, uh, it took a lot of time, more than it, it was a little frustrating. My blood was like sort of boiling. Yeah, I was choking my wife. She didn't ask for it. She's not into that. But I was infuriated in the bedroom. Video, and it takes it. I'm I'm not fucking easy to please. But um, yeah. Also, good recommendations. Uh, you guys. Uh, I know you guys don't recommend the boys but i watched it and i fucking love it it's a great fucking show amazing um also what was it uh why did he say that was also good we don't recommend the boy i never said i think he means we did because we have uh the boys and cheap thrills i'm sure we talked when you said don't did you mean did yeah we were talking about how it's meg ryan's kid so yeah meg ryan's kid no dude it's dennis quaid's kid good little flick that i watched at work it's a good way to pass time. Um, a great film for you. <laughs> I watched a full movie. That's not what the director wants to hear. I paid to pass the time. Hey, I saw your film. It was a good way to pass the time. <laughs> Remember when I told Boots Riley I like the rapping in his movie? Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> yeah, the Danielle's question should have been, what's the worst thing you ever did sober, not drunk? <laughs> Talk to Boots Riley. My bad. Boots. <laughs> Anyways. Pass time. Um, a great film for you guys to watch if you guys are talking about watching with shit with your... Others, uh, same time next year. 
uh, Alan, Alan, <laughs> Alan, Alan Alda and uh, Alan Burstein. Yeah, no. good flick. Old shit. Burstein. Good shit. Um, recommend you guys watch it with the other or not. Huh. All right, peace, bags. Man, you corny. Her name's Ellen Burstyn. All right, she um, burst onto the scene with Alice doesn't live here anymore and won an Academy Award. Um, I brought that up last week. Chris Christopherson, uh, Martin Scorsese. So watching porn with your girlfriend. It's something we've tried. Really Coolidge. I actually thought recently. It's like why didn't why didn't we keep trying that? Lola. <laughs> there was only a few times. Layla. And I think we stopped because there was like yeah, it's like the. The finding the right video process almost like fucked up the moment of just having Me real sex. Me exposing what I like to jerk off to was ruining the moment. I remember we put a video on. And I, and I was like, all right, then you put it on. Why am I, why are you making me pick if you don't right. like anything I pick? And, and I, everything I pick is also like, ew, you pig. I remember the girl that was uh, <laughs> blowing the dude in the porn was getting a little like throaty and going. Bleh, bleh, right. Bleh. And then like after, after this, this was like later in the day and we were talking about trying that. And my girlfriend was telling me that, uh, you know, like, I'm not a fan of the, like, and I was like, well, <laughs> I am. So <laughs> I like hearing gross noises. Um, what did uh, Patrice O'Neill say? Is yeah, like, you need to see, sound uh, somewhere in between, between choking and retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, it was like afterwards. I choking thought it went just and fine. And then I and she was like, I didn't like that video. We, you we, always we, we think it on, went just fine. And, and then like, afterwards fuck. you find out it didn't. And then you so now it's like you find another one. And now I'm like, I find it kind of tame. But it's you're always like, gonna find what she picks kind of tame, right? And she's always gonna find what you pick a little too breakup worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she shoving her whole tongue in the other girl's asshole? No, it was just like it, it was a short-lived experimentation. But I feel like that's like a not an unhealthy thing to do, and we should maybe figure out how to incorporate that. Because right. yeah, like it, like um, uh, um guy Halloween guy said it was like yeah picking it and then agreeing on it and then finding out that it was. You know, she was not enjoying the video that was on while we were trying to, you know, get frisky. So I was just like, right. all right, maybe maybe we just do it the old-fashioned way because this sort of made it awkward. But that's also because we only did it like two or three times, the, the trying out the porn thing. And then I was just like, you know what? It just seems like it's getting in the way of I what think, we do here. Uh, as a dude... Um, you have to go into that like fully willing to just let her take fully. the wheel. Let her take yeah. the wheel. Because you are going to expose something about your perversion that makes her uncomfortable, and it's going to ruin the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do this. Hey, fuckholes. So I was just listening to the last podcast where you guys, the term, says, yeah, you can only go back to episode 141 on Spotify as far as your podcast goes. Um, I got a question. What the fuck is that? I want to go all the way back because I'm an old-time listener. I remember when you guys first started the podcast. I remember not. Okay. I didn't tune into the first few episodes, but I tuned in around at least like... We have the most long-winded fans like on that. the planet. 40-some. Um, hey, guys. Yeah, I want to go back uh, and listen to Last week, you one. said that you can only go back to 141. Just wondering why that is. Uh, is there any way to listen to the early episodes? All right. Peace out, fags. He goes on. Because <laughs> that's I the call. I think it's stupid that people even watch, listen to the show to begin with. But yeah, I like to listen to the old shit. I'm actually recapping, listening to all the old shit until I catch up to your guys' new shit. And it fucking gives me a good time, a good uh, nostalgia yeah, but you feel. You just said you listened to last week's, so no, you're not. Which is it? Or you already did, and now you're caught up. He goes on. 
why I wait for your guys' <laughs> next episode. Yeah, I just kind of want to... I want to know. Why the fuck does it only go back only a couple... And then, oh, like... Mr. Spotify? I, checked, I don't know. Like, months later, and then they got even shorter. So, like, they're... Yeah, because we put more late. out. Right, now it goes back to 142. There's always just a, a limited amount of number of episodes that it will be up. So when we post one... The, the yeah, this wasn't like a conscious latest decision. one goes away. This is how it like we used to put them on our website too, but term kind of bungled it one too many times. So it was just like fuck the website. People listen to it on the apps fuck anyways. The website, the website sucks. But that's where we could have had the the control to put They're every still episode. There. We just don't have that tab on the website anymore. Well, there you go. Uh, I could re-add the podcast. I was going to say term could do one click and put it all back up there, but I vote that he doesn't. Me too. Because it gives me anxiety Mutual every week when vote. he forgets to put the podcasts up. No, fuck that. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, I think the, the apps, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, it's just like they, they put like the last hundred or something. And uh, I didn't even know that until people started telling me. And to me, that's fine. That's fine. They probably suck, dude. Those first hundred episodes are terrible. They lick balls. You don't need to hear them. Don't call her squares. Two questions. Name the best cereal. Did you kidnap my daughter? Like, why does he keep calling in like this? <laughs> Are you going to ask me what's my favorite scary movie already? What is the best cereal? Second question is nachos or tacos? Easy, tacos. Tacos. Nachos can suck my balls. What's the first question? Best cereal? Well, depends on what age acumenal you're talking to. If it was age 12, I would say Lucky Charms or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Now, I'm a Honey Nut Cheerios, man. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is up there. Yeah, I don't eat Let cereal. Let me chop a banana. Like, I, yeah, I haven't eaten cereal, cereal like in my whole 20s, basically. Drunk last night, I went to the lobby. And then lobby. now I started getting into Cheerios. I bought some sweets. I got a Kit Kat and a Reese's, <laughs> and we split them while watching I didn't Ink have, Master. I didn't have any drunk, of Fell asleep. Well, you're half still there. <laughs> and yeah. then, But last night, I went drunkenly down to the lobby to get some snacks, and I almost got a mini box of Fruit Loops. And then instantly in my head was like, no, don't get that. Fucking idiot. What, are you retarded? <laughs> we were pretty drunk last what, night. moron? We bought six beers to go back to the hotel with, and I had like half of one. And I was like, I didn't need to. It was like habit. Grab some beers for the hotel. We, we needed them for today. Fuck fucked up. Big Mama Thornton. Or wait, you know what? Maybe Count Chocula. I fucking loved Count Chocula when I was a kid. In fact... Here's a fun little tie-in, because he called with the scream voice. When I was a kid, I saw a scream, uh, and then this kid... Oh, <laughs> you said scream voice. Dancing <laughs> scream! And uh, I went to school. Kid called me an idiot. I threatened to kill him with a drawing <laughs> of him hung from a tree, cut open like Drew Barrymore in the beginning of the movie that I had just seen. Yeah, nothing weird about that. He went and told the teacher. I got in a bunch of trouble. Snitch. <laughs> so she sent me down to the principal... And I said, well, I have to go to the bathroom. And because I was all... Go to all, the bathroom, daddy. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom, daddy. <laughs> I was maybe eight, nine years old. And I was all scared. Now they're going to call my parents. I'm in big trouble. So I went to the bathroom and I threw up my Count Chocula. <laughs> and then I went back to the class and I said, I threw up. And as you remember from our Smell Elementary School... If you just tell them you threw up, yeah, go home. instant go home. That was the best fucking get out of jail free card. But it's funny. We, we're still dumb enough to not realize you didn't have to go throw up. Oh, I did because I was so nervous. You could just go lie. But it's like, <laughs> I better make myself. It was a genuine throw up. I better make this lie a truth. Uh, so I went home to avoid. I figured if I go home sick, which I did right now, then my mom's not going to find out that I threatened to kill Chris Nixon. <laughs> um, she here. found out. My parents had to like come Cats to the school. Out of the bag. I think Columbine had just happened and they were really touchy. 
Right. This was in the age where like a kid got suspended for pointing a chicken finger at another kid and saying bang bang. Dude. I'm trying to remember if this is a thing that happened in my real experience or I think it was no, I think it was like a news headline that a kid got in trouble, he got suspended from school for biting his craft single piece of cheese into the shape of a gun. Yeah. And he got suspended. Yeah. I think that was just not like the at chicken finger kid. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the shit that was happening at that time because Columbine just took place. Uh, here's one more thing and then we gotta get the fuck out of here. Hey guys. Fucking <laughs> oh dude. We're gonna hey guys, check out late. We wall. To- <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, instant wall right in his face. Hey guys. No dude, listen to the stutter step. I already I apologize to this guy in advance for how many times we're gonna have to replay this. Hold on. Hey guys. Uh, 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 sounds like me in the bathroom. Frog in the throat. After I threatened to kill Chris Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing up my count chocula. <laughs> uh, hey guys. <laughs> it's so funny, fucking, dude. Uh, fucking moss. Fucking, fucking riskies. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, fucking. <laughs> He's got nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's got nowhere to go. <laughs> oh, man. All right. No more laughing. Okay. For real this time. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> he sounds like the porn my girlfriend doesn't like to watch. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds somewhere between choking and retarded. Hey, guys. Uh, uh, fucking. Dave from uh, Buffalo here again. Again? But, uh, well, yeah, we listened to it for 10 times. Just, uh, <laughs> okay. just, want, just saying to you guys, uh, we're crossing over to Canada now. I'm also the other guy who fucking said something about that but hasn't changed i guess so uh (laughs) why is it so hard to call this podcast and just fucking say something (laughs) just say your point hold on he's falling apart yeah (laughs) he just got pissed at himself (laughs) he just got even more mad than i did he's probably at this point in his statement he's still thinking about uh, uh, fucking I lost my train of thought. Don't fucking play it. <laughs> <laughs> Too late, buddy. But I love you guys, know. and I have to say the Napalm ET forever is the most fire fucking shit you guys ever put out. So. Thank you, sir. Love you guys. Love you. <laughs> Sorry for playing love this, you, but it, I think it's my favorite fan question of the episode. So uh, 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 you rule. Uh, 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 <laughs> hilarious what was the point of that call what did he ask i think he had something in mind and then About the he, canadian border mind eraser yeah i'm not allowed over it yeah i think that's what he was saying was like he probably told us that it's open and now he's probably like oh i might have been wrong about that but uh, i knew he couldn't get to the statement and then you realize probably in calling that that wasn't worth calling over right you know like oh my bad right <laughs> my bad no i'm keeping an eye on it <laughs> uh thank you callers and uh thank you atlanta mostly uh, we got to get the frick out of here. Let's read yeah, dude. some. We got to go YouTube to the, the canoe with two O's. YouTube comments. Oh no! Here we go. This is on the Halloween live stream where we dressed up like fucking idle hands. Got the heart of a soldier marching on foreign soil. Same guy, same video. I want to be the third Palmer Square. So fucking bad. So fucking so bad. Fucking F K N. Fucking bad. Yeah, well, you got to dress like Devon Sawa now, bro. I'm the bullet job. <laughs> <laughs> and Megan was like, oh Dead my God. Silent. Oh my God. Uh, so that will never happen. No offense, but uh, everybody wants to be the third Palmer Square, dude. It's not happening. 
Uh, acknowledge comment. You gotta chop your hand off, bro. Uh, I'm a white rapper. I'm a black magician. Same guy. Picturesque. Break ground like I'm snipping the ribbon. There Got you a go. Hand on my hip and I'm dipping. I'm not a fan of insipid opinion, derivative rhythm, or indignant women. He got it. Look, I've been equipped with a vision, flipping the script till I'm kicking the can. Prohibit the limit and scribble a written. I'm strictly forbidden from giving it a damn. Legendary bars by Acumental. You know what, Ben? I am a legend. Uh, so long. Why haven't they aged? Oh, we have. You're just watching a 10-year-old video. Yeah, it's, it's called <laughs> Pictures. <laughs> they, uh, they freeze Moving the moment. <laughs> uh, Stankface Cypher. When they released the beat so others could rap over it, I remember seeing a video by a rapper named Unidentified. Uh, does anyone else remember that and or know where the video is? I can't seem to find it. Well, we just put it out there to the listening audience, none of whom will find it and share that with you. I assume. One, two, three, four, five, six. I forgot we did that. Yeah, I think we let people remix Stingface Cypher for a little, like, Facebook, YouTube thing a million years ago. Uh, Brainwash. Pudge being fire with these beats lately. You know what? He ain't wrong. Engelbert. He ain't lying. Still wanging this ish. What? Still wanging this ish. Wanging this ish. It's nice. Uh, MC Showcase. Do they mean banging? Response. I don't know what that means. Jane Adams. Might be X's best verse ever. You know what? Might not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? In fact, you know it isn't. You're wrong. Um, what is this one? Mood swings? No, train of thought. Train of thought. Wow. And it says 13 years With old. theory divine. And still the hottest underground track and one of my favorites from you guys. MC Showcase. Term has to be one of the most underrated lyricists on the planet. And then I'll the Mamma Mia video. Mind boggling. Boggling? Boggling. Like ball like with shits? the boggling. Like, yeah. Boggling. All right, got through those pretty quick. Uh, TBS Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Seven. Fucking said dot con. Fucking idiot. Fucking mom. retard. You blew it! You suck! Man, you corny! Um, TBS Sports Podcast at gmail.com with an M and 708-797-3079. Go to patreon.com slash Palmer Squares and give us some money. We should probably give you some content, but we don't have any yet, so just give us the money. It's coming. Um, <laughs> Palmer Squares. <laughs> just, just, just give me the money. Speaking of money, you're, you guys are at the top of the queue. <laughs> you're, you're, you'll be first. Yeah. As soon as we change those bed sheets, uh, spooky language tees. PalmerSquares.com slash shop. Give us money there. Come on, we need the money. Yeah, you guys. Uh, new tenth anniversary spooky language T-shirts designed by the one and only Boyish Mind on sale now at PalmerSquares.com. They're only twenty five dollars. That's a steal. You guys are literally stealing from us. Every time I buy a shirt from like a you know independent artist like we are, artist. It's like say it like that. It's like forty bucks. I'm yeah. always plunking down 40, 50 bucks for a shirt. Plunking them down. We charge half that, yeah. all right? I want these shits sold out by fucking next week. Speaking of sold out, uh, why don't you get your hands on a limited, signed, smudged, vinyl record <laughs> at bishoprecords.com. It's the spooky language napalm. I saw some people already grabbed one, and, uh, you know, I think, yeah, we put about 50 back up. So uh, we said last week, rip it. And we also said, 
that uh yeah we had some like i don't even want to call them defective there's like a minor ink smudge on the labels so we're like what are we gonna let these fucking you guys couple hundred records just sit there forever so like, we we'll sign autographed some them and sell some for a discount we did by the way last week we were like should we just put them same price couldn't even do it we dropped them 10 bucks they're only 20 dollars not 30 20 who gives a fuck about an ink smudge? Buy the record. It's got a signature on it. Technically, that's an ink smudge. That's no, in the shape of that's my what I'm name. Saying. I told you, I'm a lefty. <laughs> you see, I'm a lefty. Yeah. So when I sign it, I kind of smudge the thing because I got to put my hand over where there's already. What do you it's think? a lefty thing. Hey, you know? know. What do you say? Ducare? What do you say? Oh, um. So yeah, shirts, beanies, vinyl records. These are things right. you can get online. Um, you can also give us stuff. Mm-hmm. Farts in jars, no. um, severed heads, whoopee cushions. We need whoopee cushions. Uh, blueberry jam, blueberry pie. <laughs> it blows <laughs> up all over the box. Blueberry pie. Uh, yeah. Send me some shit. Send Matt some shit. Palmer Squares, P.O. Box four seven 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 two, Chicago, Illinois six zero six four seven. And leave us a five star rating on the podcast. Maybe not this one because we didn't prepare anything. No, this one rules. I mean, I, honestly, highlight. It's good. Max Cherry Breakdown <laughs> was definitely the best <laughs> impromptu thing. But uh, yeah, five star rating. I can't for believe your boys. Bob Raffleson died after I just you were. I was killing time while you were shitting, <laughs> I and I was like, "Oh toilet. yeah, some guy asked me movies I haven't seen." Last Picture Show. Yeah, that's it. Oh Jesus Christ! It's, it's like a God's algorithm. Me. You suck. Um. Uh, speaking of lefty, we're playing at Lefties in Des Moines, Iowa, Gee, on yeah. September second. I just, I just skipped to that one I to like make it. the late like reference. Uh, get your tickets now at palmersquares.com. Now that Atlanta is in our rear view, our next show, though, is actually in Ohio with Tropidelic and the gang, Dirty Heads and Toby Rabs and Little Stranger and so many more. It's Everwild Music Festival. We play Friday at midnight. And um, But yeah, stay all weekend. We're going to be hanging probably for the whole fest. Oh, just yeah. Just kicking it, chillaxing on uh, Saturday as well. But... Uh, looking forward to that. Tickets on sale on our website or theirs. And then also, we put out more tickets for the Baltimore show at the 8x10. Wax is headlining that one, but we're opening up with the Grilled Lincolns. So that's the 26th of August. Uh, the tickets will probably sell out again. Yeah, get them now. So get them now if you're trying to get go them. Get them now. One. They will not last. And then, uh, again, Des Moines, Iowa, September 2nd at Lefties. And then Omaha, Nebraska, September 3rd at Reverb Lounge. We're coming back. We bet, and we bet. Palmersquares.com for tickets to yeah, all those shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then uh, Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify there. Uh, Spotify! Um, let's get out of here with something by the homie, Rizzy Conway. This is too close. You're too close, man. You're too close, man. This is, this is what was playing in my head, full of rage, when I was standing, uh, being thrown out of the hotel. I was trying to keep it together. Please don't get too close. I was ready to punch fat ladies in their faces. <laughs> Please don't get too close. Uh, but yeah, the song rules. And uh, check out Rizzy's project if you haven't already. You might have heard our song with him. It's called Check Remix. But uh, a lot of other good stuff on there. Uh, this is too close. You're too close, Isn't man. That the next, huh, the next song. The next song. You're getting real close. You're making it hard for me. Is next uh, to band. I think it's the name of the band that did the song named Too Close. It's about wieners. It's about getting an erection. Really? Dude. We've been over this. You don't... Okay. I guarantee I could find the episode where we already do this. But, you know, while we're doing it. While we're too-closing it. Please don't get too close. 
Please don't get too I got to text this guy to get our free dinner tonight. Oh, yeah. Someone offered us grub. We're going to the canoe. Dude, what did I eat? Dude, last night, Term asked me and DJ how to spell canoe. And he said, it's O-O, right? C-A-N-O-O. He thought it was N-O-O. O-O. You know what I say to that? <laughs> no. N-O-O. <laughs> Don't mean it. It's, it's like toe. C-A-N-O-E. <laughs> yeah, you know this song. We went over this years ago. but No, we didn't. Yes, we did. 100% done we've it. done this on the show. But we're Never doing it before. Now. Well, you can't get those episodes, so we got to redo it for What's-His-Face. <laughs> Guy who can just say, hey, how do you get the old episodes? We're going to redo it for you. I get so excited. Do this shit, our last night. Please. You know what you're doing, don't you? Do we listen to this with Dylan? Probably. Was this See, like, now you remember. When we listen to uh, like Peaches or something, or Peaches and Cream. Yeah, not, oh, maybe it was that. Maybe we did 112 Peaches and Cream. That was the episode where we Googled COVID cases <laughs> and then three any three numbers and yeah. you'll get an article. Uh, yeah, baby, when you're grinding, I get so excited. Ooh, how I like it. But I, I try, but I can't fight it. You're dancing real close. Plus, it's real, real slow. You know what you're doing, don't you? It's like you're I making wrote this it hard song. for me. He's talking about his cock. It's like I wrote this song at homecoming yeah. when Roberta was grinding her tush on my crotch. He says, step back. You're dancing kind of close. I feel a little poke coming through <laughs> on you. That's the lyrics. It's on the nose. On you. It's not even hiding it. <laughs> no, on the cock. Um, now, girl, I know you felt it. Boo. I know you can't help it. You know what I want you to do. Or wait, you know what I want to do to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's about a boner. This is not that song. Too Close by Rizzy. Get it in the Smoochie Gang playlist. And uh, besides that, we'll see you next week on the TPS Worth Podcast, Smooches. Kill lady.
Front the bell, never seen a case. Give him hell, never be a saint. You too close, nigga, give me space. Tryna float coast to coast, getting cake. Running game, why y'all out of shit?